Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be negotiating and winning. Well, I've got an email from a woman that I'm going to go through with today. And about five months ago, she met this guy. Seemed to be a connection there. She liked him, but unfortunately, he had a girlfriend at the time. Well, fast forward to about two weeks ago, she runs into him at this conference, and apparently, the girlfriend is no longer in the picture. So they started hanging out. They just basically they. She said they were like inseparable the whole time they were there. And then the last night of the conference, they ended up hanging out, having fun, and hooking up. And then after the conference, he got in touch with her. They went out, and then he started backing away. Said he didn't want to hook up anymore. Just wanted to kind of be put things in a friendship type of vibe. And that obviously wasn't what she was looking for. And what I like about what she did is she did a really good job of standing up for herself and say, no, I've thought about it. This is not what I'm really looking for. This is what I want. So it's a great email because we're, we're all faced with situations like this. And it's not going to be just personal situations. It might be maybe you got, you're about to get your dream job. You're talking to your potential employer, but you're a little far apart on what you want income-wise. But because you really want that job and it's your dream job, you're a motivated buyer, if you will, it's going to be difficult to stick to your guns in that situation and potentially risk not getting that job because of the fact that you're not close enough on what you want salary-wise. So these are all things that it's like everything we do in life we're either convincing the other person of why they should do what we want or they're convincing us of why we should do what they want. And when you don't – remember, people will act consistently with who they view themselves to be. It doesn't matter whether that view is accurate or not. And so if you don't have a high opinion of yourself, when it comes to negotiating terms – whether it's personal relationships or friendships or with clients or with potential employers or potential business partners or people that potentially are going to invest in your startup. You got to know your worth, you got to know what you want, and you got to know what your minimum acceptable terms are in any deal. Therefore, if you don't get what you want, if it's not a win-win, in other words, if you can't achieve your outcome and the other person that's a part of the negotiation can't achieve their outcome and it's not a win-win deal, sometimes there's not a deal to be had and you have to walk away. And it's like a big part of what I teach really boils down to being a good negotiator for yourself because quite frankly, most of us suck at it. So I've got a quote that I wrote in this particular topic and then we're going to go through her email. And the quote says, you should think of life as a lifelong, constant, a never-ending process of su successful negotiation to create and maintain the life and lifestyle you've always wanted. It's like a bazaar of life with endless streams of people and circumstances trying to sell you on why you should do what they want you to do or you selling them on why they should do what you want them to do. Sometimes a deal can't always be made. Great deals are made with the win-win or no-deal philosophy. When terms are not to your liking, do not settle. Walk away and never look back. Continue seeking and searching for what you want. Success only releases its reward 
long after you thought it would have and after pretty much everyone else has long since given up. Doing things that are difficult take a long time to accomplish while things that seem impossible usually just take a little while longer. So let's go through her email. She says, hi Corey, I'm a big fan of your work. Even though most of your videos are made for men, I really hope you can help me with your situation. Well, you're in luck. I love how honest and no BS your answers are. Well, I'm not here to blow sunshine up anybody's ass. I'm here just to tell you like it is. And if you think about it, what's a good friend do? A good friend is not gonna blow sunshine up your ass. They're gonna tell you everything the way it really is. They love you, they care about you, but if it means hurting your feelings, but at least being truthful and honest, that's what a good friend would do. And as a coach, that's what I—that's how I operate from that perspective. Because it's a, if you're trying to help somebody, it doesn't serve them to mislead them or have them walking away believing something that they really should. And a lot of guys come to me and they're trying to get an ex back. You know, sometimes they've walked away and then they didn't find anybody after a few weeks or a month or two, and then they want to go back. One of the things that I always cover with them is, well, let's talk about what you were thinking and what you were feeling and what you were doing when you stopped putting your best foot forward in that relationship before things went sideways. Because rejection breeds obsession. And if somebody has been dumped or a relationship was ended and it wasn't, they weren't ready for it, it wasn't their decision. The ego, the way we tend to react to these situations says, I'm in love with this person. This is the perfect love of my life. I have to get them back. But they ignore the fact for the last six months or last year or two or three years of the relationship, they just weren't into it. But because the relationship didn't end on their, their terms, they convinced themselves, oh, I'm in love and I have to get this person back. And when people get back together with somebody when that was the case, 99% of the time, they don't stay together because all those same things that turned them off were still there. And so the, you know, the key, the theme, what you see here in this email is staying true to what you want. And it's, it's so important. You got to know what you want. You have to know what's your outcome. And you also have to have a compelling reason why you want that outcome. Because without a compelling reason why, you're just not going to work hard enough to get something. If it has to do with a negotiation, you're going to tend to cave on terms if you don't have a compelling reason why you want the terms that you want. It's really important. And remember, we're surrounded by a sea of people who are majoring in minor things. And so when you go to them to ask for an opinion, they're going to try to get you to buy into their story or sell you on their personal story of how they've settled or how they're going about things in a mediocre way. So it's so important to know who you are, what you want, what your outcome is and why you want it, having compelling reasons why you want that. So she says, I met this guy six months ago and he had a girlfriend then. Two weeks ago, we went to the same conference and he hit on me. Sounds like some interest. Apparently, he recently broke up with his five-year girlfriend. Well, thing you got to keep in mind, five years with somebody, that's a long fucking time. And typically, you need six months to a year 
to get to the point where you feel comfortable being yourself because when you're with somebody for that long, when you're with somebody for six months, a year, two years, three years, a long period of time, what's going to happen is your whole identity and especially if you're spending every day together with somebody, your whole identity becomes associated with being in relationship with that person, spending time with that person. Where you eat, where you spend your time with, what you do for fun, the people that you hang out with, it all revolves around that one with that one person. And then all of a sudden they're gone. That's why it's so hard for people. They're like, I don't feel like I know who I am anymore. It's really healthy. There's a great quote by Oscar Wilde that I love and on this particular topic. He said, I think it's very healthy to spend time alone. You need to know how to be alone and not defined by another person. So when you start dating somebody that's right out of a five-year relationship, you know the chances of them being all over the ice, being hot one moment and all over you to the next minute cold and indifferent and disinterested, the idea is you want to proceed with caution and recognize that people in that situation really aren't the greatest candidates. Now there are people that are in shitty relationships for a long period of time Maybe they were in a 10-year relationship but after year five, they knew they wanted to get the fuck out and they've been planning all along to get out of it and there wasn't sex for any period of, you know, for a significant period of time. They were there physically in the relationship but emotionally, mentally, spiritually, Elvis had left the building at that point. But most situations, like especially like this, I mean the chances of you having a healthy relationship and things just going smoothly – their odds are not in your favor at that point. So you got to keep that in mind. And that's why it's important to think, what is my outcome? What do I want? What kind of person do I want to date? What kind of relationship do I want to have? What kind of communication skills do I expect the other person to at least at a minimum have? What kind of goals, what kind of values do I want that other person to have? Do I want kids? Do I not want kids? Do I want to get married? Do I not want to get married? Do I just want to live with somebody? Do I want to have an open relationship? You got to figure out all that stuff ahead of time what you want because most people, it's like they just kind of go fumbling through life. Again, they tend to major in minor things and they don't really think things through. People put more time and energy into buying a car than they do to people that they spend their time with, their friends, their clients, who they date, who they get into relationship with. So the idea is if you're always focused on your outcome, what you want, then you just objectively look at the situation or the person that you're potentially involved with or potentially getting involved with and see them for what they really are. Can they match what I'm looking for? I mean nobody's going to be perfect. Everybody's going to have flaws. But the idea is you have to know what's most important to you. That's why it's so important doing other exercises like the love letter exercise and writing down your list of things that are your criteria that's most important to you on these type of lists here, the pros and cons. You write down everything that's a deal breaker, no way, absolutely. I don't want a smoker. I don't want somebody that's out of shape. I don't want somebody that does drugs. I don't want somebody that's broke as a joke. Your pros, dark hair, straight hair, wavy hair, frizzy hair, blue eyes, black eyes, You know, what height, what kind of body, all those things interests, things they do for – it's writing all those things down, everything that comes to your mind, stream of consciousness and then you go back and you pick 10 from each category that are the absolute 
minimum must-haves and you review those because as you remember, you whatever you focus on is going to expand and the more you're giving your brain good input, the more your brain is just constantly scanning and looking for your list of criteria that you want in another person. But if you're like most people and you're just like, hey, I just hope to meet somebody and then you meet that person and you don't really have any criteria and you really haven't given it much thought because most people, especially guys, they just take whatever they can get which usually isn't very good. And I'm all about having really super high quality choices in every area of your life because the bottom line is if you're not dating a spectacular person, you're not going to have a spectacular relationship because you're not going to put your best foot forward. If you're not working in a career or a business that's spectacular to you, you're just not going to work that hard at it and you're not going to become that good at adding value to where you can really reach your potential, your income earning potential. It's the same thing with working out and taking care of your body, having high standards for yourself. All those little things, it's the little differences that make the difference. Every area of your life that's important to you, your friendships, taking care of your body, your intimate relationships, your purpose, your mission, your career in life, taking care of saving money, putting money away, investing money, getting your money to work for you. It's all important. It's like, I mean, you think about it, if you go to the airport, you don't just hop on a plane and hope it takes you somewhere nice. You go to the airport, you know what airline you're flying on, you know where you're flying to, you know where the plane is taking off. The pilot doesn't get in the air and go, hey, let's take a poll. Where do you guys want to go today? And the bottom line is before you take off, you know where you want to go. But most people, they're just haphazardly fumbling through life. You don't want to be one of those people because otherwise you're going to end up with something that is not to your liking. She said, we had a ton, ton of fun at the conference and we were pretty much inseparable for five days. He held my hand and kissed me in front of our friends. We eventually hooked up on the last night. So far, so good. After the conference, he asked me out again. We went out and went back to his place, made out, and that's when he told me, I can't have sex with you. I'm too busy for a relationship and I don't want you to have expectation. I still want to continue seeing you but we shouldn't go back to my place next time. So if you're focusing on your outcome and you want a great relationship with somebody, you want somebody who's ready, willing, able and open to having a relationship. So with that in mind, somebody says to you, I can't have sex with you, I'm too busy for a relationship and I don't want you to have expectation. I still want to continue seeing you, but we shouldn't go back to my place next time. Does he sound like somebody that's ready, willing, and able and open to having a relationship? I'd say no. And since you're going to focus on your outcome, you're not going to wait for this dude to find himself. Now I don't know specifically everything that was done and said, You maybe you did come on too strong. But at the end of the day, what it sounds like is knowing where this guy came from, his emotions are just raw and quite frankly, he's just not a good candidate to be dating if you're looking to have a relationship because this guy really needs time to be on his own. I acted cool then but the next day I sent him a message and here's what she wrote. She said, I had an amazing time with you. However, 
I'm at the stage in life where I know exactly what I want. That's fucking awesome. Good for you. So I can't see you until you figure out your priorities. Boom. That is the absolute perfect response. She knows her outcome. She knows what she wants. She knows why she wants it. And things were progressing great. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, I just can't show up. So next, you have to be strong. Now the average person hears something like that and go, okay, yeah, let's just hang out as friends. Yeah, I'll see how it goes. And so what happens is seeing how it goes means I'm going to put all my needs, wants, and desires in the back burner and hope that the potential of this person will eventually be what I want. You're never going to be happy if you fall in love with somebody's potential. I found that every single time you always you always get burned when you ignore things. You're like, nah, that's all right. Oh, the communication, I can fix that person. You know, I can fill in their knowledge gap. If it's... If they don't have it, they don't have it. That's just the reality of it. But too many of us, we're like, well, he's almost what I want. Well, she's almost exactly what I want. And you may be fine for a little while, but at the end of the day, those things that are really important to you, that are really compelling to you, that are on your list, and you're dating somebody that's not, again, you're not going to put 100% into making it work. Because they're just simply not 100% of what you want. If you want spectacular, you have to be with somebody that makes you feel spectacular on the inside. Somebody that's easy and effortless to get along with. Just like a really great best friend. When you think back to the times when you've met people that have become closest to you in your life, you just click right away. The chemistry's just there right away. You just – it flows easily and effortlessly and that doesn't happen with every single person because if it did every single person you knew would be your best friend but there's a reason why they say your best friend not your average friend but your best number one the big kahuna he responded back I'll think this over and let you know when things change with me I have had a lot of fun with you too. I was super happy this morning because of our hangout yesterday. I think it was great and it took a lot of guts to say that because quite frankly, most people wouldn't have the guts to say that because what he said sounds reasonable. Hey, let's just kind of take it slow and do the kind of platonic friendship thing because a lot of women do this to guys when guys have blown it. They think great and then they end up becoming her – handyman I and mean, he's always fixing things at the house always hanging he's always there for her meanwhile she fucks somebody else and the guy thinks oh well she's just going through a phase i'll be the next guy if i just show her how awesome i am but the bottom line is when you know you have value to bring to the table because at the end of the day all of us are living in bodies that eventually are going to die your time is limited so don't fucking waste your time with somebody who right up front says, hey, I can't be what you're looking for. Hey, no problem. Sorry to hear that. Hey, give me a call if you change your mind. This is what I'm looking for. And then you walk away. So my questions are, did I do the right thing by walking away? You bet your fucking ass you did. Good job. It took a lot of guts. You should be proud of yourself. 
would be better if I stick around and see him without sex. Well, obviously, sex is important to you because you brought it up and you already told him, no, I'm not interested in the terms that you're offering. But this is what we do. If we doubt ourselves, if we doubt, you know what, maybe if you don't think you really deserve to have what you want, you think, hey, I can polish a turd and make it better. It doesn't work. Also, I want to understand the psychology of men. What could be the reason he doesn't want a relationship? Well, he's right out of a relationship. Might need time to heal. It's possible because you didn't really go into it. Maybe you came on a little too strong. It's possible as well. But at the end of the day, he pushed you away. So you handled yourself correctly. Does he want to get back with the ex? That's totally possible as well. So this guy just doesn't have a clean situation. He's right out of a five-year relationship. That's a long time. And so you should be looking at that and going, ready, willing, able, and open. And he's de- he's not ready, willing, able, and open to have a relationship or even dating. Does he want to heal from the breakup? I'd say probably a good idea. He should probably do that. Does he think that I'm not good enough for him long term? That's possible too. But at the end of the day, look at his actions. You always look at what people do. And what he has done is basically say – Hey, I'm kind of fucked up right now and I'm I'm really not cut out for this relationship thing. I can't show up. I can't be present with you 100% like you deserve. So let's let's just be friends and hang out as buddies. Why would you want to torture yourself? He broke with his ex because he outgrew her. He's very successful in the top 1%. I'd love to hear back from you. Remember the Oscar Wilde quote. I want to read it again because it's such an important one. I think it's very healthy to spend time alone. You need to know how to be alone and not defined by another person. This guy spent five years being defined by that relationship. And it hasn't been very long since he's been out of that relationship. So he's still trying to figure out who he is, what he wants. I mean, he even though he ended that relationship, he outgrew it. It doesn't sound like he's got his shit together. And so the best thing to do is to do with what what you said. But when he reaches out, ask him questions. Ask him where he's at. So what did you come up with? And if he gives you, well, you know, I'm not really completely, but, you know, we could give it a try. If he's, you want somebody that's enthusiastic for you. You want somebody that really wants to be with you. Not somebody that's sitting on the fucking sidelines or on the fence or that when you ask them out or you express their interest or you extend your your invitation, they're like, meh. If you're not excited, I'm not wasting my fucking time. And the older I've gotten and the more experience that I've gotten, that, that lack of enthusiasm, that's a non-starter. That's a deal breaker. It becomes a thousand times harder for me to carry a conversation once I see somebody that's meh, they're just not making that level of effort, whether it's a client or somebody I want to date or somebody I want to hang out with or something to do business-wise or somebody I'm potentially thinking about hiring. It's like if this enthusiasm is not there. In other words, if on a scale of 1 to 10, they don't behave like what I'm offering is a 10 in their eyes, 
No way. Next. Because it's never going to work out. Remember, we're surrounded by a sea of people who their whole lives are built upon mediocrity and settling and being realistic. And if you want to reach your full potential, it's not going to fucking happen being realistic. But kudos to you for the fact that you said, hey, this doesn't work for me. And that's what happens. That's what the universe does. It brings you situations like this, especially if you're somebody that's not used to standing up for yourself. And you bring somebody like this who's you met him five months or six months ago. Then you run into him again. I mean, that's not an accident. But the bottom line is he can't offer you what it is that you want. And the key is to be strong enough and say, mm, no thanks. That's how you, through your actions, using the law of attraction, if you will, that's how you state to the universe that, no, no, I'm aligning myself vibrationally with what I want. And with where this guy is at vibrationally, he's not in the same place that I am. And therefore, I'm going to move this guy out of my vibration so he doesn't become the proverbial turd in the punch bowl, if you will, and cause me to settle and therefore get in the way of me achieving my outcomes, my goals, and my grandest dreams or the lifestyle that I want to create. It's definitely something to think about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.